0: Hey guys, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are so happy you are here and to connect with you and help you on your journey to getting into PA school, getting through PA school, and having an epic career as a PA. Before we get started on today's episode, we want to drop in and help you with something that you are likely really struggling with getting, shadowing hours. We hear all the time how difficult it is to get PA shadowing hours for program prereqs and to make your PA school application stand out. So we want you to know about our Pacers Monthly Membership. We have put together not only coaching intensive with us to make a specific part of your app more competitive, but weekly virtual PA shadowing hours with incredible PAs that you can put on your CASPA app so that you are a stronger candidate. We also have guest speakers, important topics to review as a pre-PA like medical terminology and anatomy physiology so that you are ready to rock out your first semester, coaching sessions and templates, and of course, shadowing hours. So get in and start making your application stronger today. You can find the link in the show notes. Now on to today's episode.
1: So today we want to talk about pointers for shadowing. So with the new cycle approaching, tons of students are DMing us saying, hey, I've got some shadowing opportunities, but what do I wear? What do I do? What sort of things do we do during shadowing? What should I ask, et cetera? And so today we want to explain to you some things to do and don't during your shadowing time. Now, if you're worried about obtaining shadowing, we've actually done a few podcasts about that in the past, so we're not going to actually talk about obtaining shadowing today. We're going to talk about what to do when shadowing. And number one thing to think about is what to wear, right? You want to make sure you wear the appropriate thing, and this can be really, really important because it sets the tone and it makes the right first impression. So let me tell you a little story about this. When I was practicing full-time clinic, I was in orthopedic surgery. And my surgeons had a friend who had a daughter who wanted to be a PA and asked if she could shadow me. This was pre-pandemic way back when. So of course I said, yes, we get in clinic at this time. So at this point, what we did is we actually did surgery in the morning and then we would walk across the street to our office and do clinic in the afternoons. And that's how our day run. So most of us, my surgeon and I especially, we would wear scrubs to the hospital and they would do surgery, and then we would change to a new fresh pair of scrubs and then go back to clinic. Because sometimes emergencies came in if we were on call or we had an affected joint or something like that come in and we'd have to go back to surgery in the afternoon after clinic, right? And so it's easier just to change into a fresh pair of scrubs and have that. Plus we do a lot of injections where sometimes people bleed, stuff can get all over your clothes and we didn't wanna ruin our nice clothes. So we are very much scrubs. So when she emailed me and asked, hey, what are the office policies on what you can wear? I basically told her, hey, most of us wear scrubs, but we don't really have a dress code policy because it wasn't really needed. So she showed up the first day and she showed up in running shorts, a messy t-shirt, and some sandals. And I was really taken aback because my thought was, well, she knows the rest of us wear scrubs. Yes, we don't have an office policy, but it's still a professional office, right? I'm still a physician assistant. I'm still working with the surgery. It's still a healthcare clinic. And so wearing shorts and a messy t-shirt really just isn't appropriate for that. And so I didn't say anything. I figured, you know, she's going to see all of us and realize, oops, I made a mistake. I really shouldn't have worn this and do better next time. I didn't want to call her out and make her feel embarrassed. But lo and behold, the next week, she showed up in a very similar outfit. Shorts, sandals, and a messy t-shirt. So I guess she didn't understand from last week that she was dressed inappropriately. So I actually had to take her to the back and explain that, hey, this is a professional office, we don't have a dress code, but you need to make sure you have on long pants, you need to make sure you have closed-told shoes, because again, we're around needles all the time, we're around drills, we're around saws, we're pulling out pins and other sharp objects, so you have to be really, really careful. So I actually had to explain this to her. And this is one reason why we have you guys shadow, because we want you to explore the profession and understand what professionalism means. So she came from a background where her father was a professional, Her father was a dermatologist and so you would think that she would understand what professionalism is have had it modeled to her but to be honest she said she didn't even think about it so she didn't even think about what she was wearing was inappropriate in this environment so we had a talk and the next time she came in she was wearing scrubs like the rest of us So if you're unsure what to wear, again, be more professional than you think you need to be. So maybe you're unsure, hey, can I wear scrubs or can I wear business casual? Then go ahead and wear business casual the first time. That way you don't get it wrong. Because again, it doesn't make a great first impression if you walk into the cardiologist office and they're all in suits and ties and you're in your scrubs, right? Or if someone says, hey, we don't really have a dress code, that still doesn't mean that you can wear open-toed shoes, right? We're in the hospital, we're around germs, we're around needles. That doesn't mean that you can wear messy or old or smelly clothing, right? You need to look neat, you need to look professional because again, this is a profession that you want to join. And so you are shadowing a PA or shadowing an MD or DO and they're going to be talking to you, listening to you and this might be someone you want to write a letter of recommendation. So you wanna start off on the right foot and you wanna be really professional. Another thing that we kind of touched on is footwear. So it's really important about your footwear. So when I was wearing scrubs, I would almost always wear tennis shoes because we're in the OR for a long, long time, right? We're on our feet for hours at a time and we have to walk a lot. So we have to walk in the hospital, we have to round on our patients, we have to go down to the ER, have to walk across the street to go to my clinic. So we do a lot of walking. So you really wanna be careful. Don't wear something that's uncomfortable. Don't wear like high heels or something if you're gonna be walking through the hospital because you're gonna be doing a lot more walking and standing than you think. So I'll tell you another story of this. And so we've had lots of students shadow us over the year, but I remember there's this one student where every time I went in the room, she would sit down because her feet were tired and she would sit down. And it's just the dynamic between her sitting down when the patient was talking, it just really, really didn't work. It really made it uncomfortable in the office just because of the way she would always sit down right next to the patient etc and it was actually my nurse that really got annoyed at this to be honest I didn't notice it at first but my nurse was like listen she can't sit down that's out of disrespect I stand up and I shake the patient's hand I talk to them and then I get down to their level but she sits down right away so it was actually my nurse who called her out on this and said hey like this isn't appropriate behavior everybody else is standing and shaking hands and you're sitting down in the corner so this needs to change so that really really seemed to bother her and so be aware too about everybody else around you that even if your PA or physician don't say something because they don't notice it, etc, please be aware that there's nurses, there's medical assistants, there's other people in the office too. So if they ask you to do something politely then just go ahead and do it. So she did ask the student to at least stay standing until we're done with introductions to sit down and the student did comply. So the moral of that story is, is wear something on your feet that you're comfortable with. You need to make sure it's closed-toed because again, you're around needles, you're around all sorts of sharps, et cetera. And these days, of course, in COVID area, go ahead and wear a mask as well. So let's move on from dress code. Let's talk a little bit about what sorts of things you should be looking for, you should be asking, you should talk about during shadowing. So the whole point of shadowing, again, is to explore the profession, to understand what does a PA do in their day, the life of a PA in dermatology, the life of a PA in ER. And the reason for this is because we want you to know what you're getting into. Because PA is really, really hard and those students who really, really struggle In didactic year, find that they do better when they really understand the reason that they are there, right? They're there because they wanna take care of patients. They wanna have compassionate care. And so if you always think back to some of the amazing experiences you have as shadowing, you can understand exactly what you're getting into. Because students who don't know what they're getting into and then that first week or that first month of PA school, they're just like, whoa, I don't even know if I wanna be here. And I've actually had a student tell me, it was my very first year teaching. He was one of my advisees and he sat down and looked me in the face about week three. And he said, listen, Could I do this? Perhaps. But do I want to do this? No. He's like, I wish I had researched more. I wish I had talked more to people about their experience in PA school. I wish I understood how hard it's going to be because I do not want to spend the next three years of my life doing this. So he actually ended up withdrawing and going back to business school. So again, we just want to make sure that you understand what the profession is. So when you're shadowing, if you have time, go ahead and ask questions. Ask them about their experiences. Ask them what the day of a life is like. Ask them what the hardest thing about being a PAS. Ask them what the best thing about being a PAs. Now, it's really important to note that a lot of providers are very, very, very busy, so you don't want to bother them or pester them with questions, but if you have some time, maybe you know if you guys go to lunch or if you have a break between patients or something like that, then go ahead and ask them these things because this is what you're shadowing for. You want to see what they do, you want to ask questions, you want to get some advice. And this will also help you build a rapport with whoever is shadowing. So if you're shadowing someone, especially if you're shadowing them for multiple hours, maybe you want them to write a letter of recommendation for you. But again, they're gonna to have to get to know you. So talk about your dreams, talk about your hopes, talk about your path to PA school, ask their advice. Again, these people have gone through it, right? They've literally done what you wanna do. So use that knowledge, model the behavior, model their professionalism, and really, really dig deep down into the profession. So there's one other thing I wanna talk about while shadowing, and this is actually really, really important. So you might be working in the clinic or you might be working in the hospital, but I always have some kind of snack or something with me, right? For example, a lot of the PAs in the hospital have access to the doctor slash PA lounge and are able to eat there. But as a shadowing student, that doesn't mean you're gonna be able to eat there. So if you shadow for someone for the entire day, make sure you figure out, am I gonna be able to have a lunch? Should I bring a lunch? Should I bring a snack, etc. If you're just doing like a half day or a few hours, this is is not as important. But if you're gonna shadow someone all day long, make sure you make some contingency plans for lunch because we do not want you to be hungry. Make sure that if you have any medical needs or you need to have snacks every so often, you keep those with you. And just make sure that you're ready for the day. It can get really chilly in hospitals, so make sure you have something to put over your arms if you get really, really cold. A lot of us still wear white coats, and so we have long sleeves, so if you're in short sleeves, like, for example, scrubs, then you might really get cold. And the last thing I wanna talk about while shadowing is you have to be really, really careful to be kind and considerate to every single person. So healthcare is a team sport, and we cannot do it without our nurses, without our doctors, without our MAs, without our patient care checks, without our phlebotomist. We have to have someone to check in the patient to check out to answer the phones to schedule surgery so no matter what their role is they are important to the healthcare team because guess what if your front desk person leaves who's going to be answering the phones who's going to be scheduling the patients right so you need these people you need your janitors to clean and to remove sharps, you need the UPS guy to send you more supplies. So you basically need everybody in order to run a really great healthcare facility. So please, 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 you need to be respectful to everybody. And the number one thing we hate to see is people who look down on other professions or who are very derogatory to other professions, who talk to them in starky voices or who are very rude to them because that will get you kicked out, not only of PA school, but off of shadowing as well, faster than almost anything else. There is no room for ego and for rudeness in the healthcare field. So just make sure you're on your best behavior to every single person at that office because I promise you they all talk and everybody knows exactly what's going on. If you're rude to one person, we are going to hear about it very, very quickly. And that's not going to look good on you and not put you in the best light. So I hope this episode on some pointers while shadowing was really, really helpful. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off, and we will see you next time.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy to connect with you and share our passion of the PA profession. Don't forget to go to the show notes and join our super fun Pacers membership so you can start making your CASPA application more competitive today with virtual shadowing hours, coaching sessions with us, and so much more. Also in the show notes, we have a free download, an Excel PA school record keeper that mimics CASPA format, meaning you keep all of your shadowing hours, patient care experiences, volunteer information, awards you've received, leadership roles, and the loads of other information you need to apply to PA school in one place so you can copy paste into CASPA when you you go to apply. Get it in the show notes. Have a great day and we will see you at the next episode. Keep up the awesome work.